Thanks for listening to the Lovejoy United podcast from Lovejoy United Presbyterian Church in Wood River, Illinois. We are a welcoming community of faithful disciples committed to filling Christ's example, joyfully serving through compassion, mission, justice, and all-inclusive grace. To learn more, go to our website, lovejoyupc.org. And now a reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Here again for what the Spirit is saying to us, the church. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, and he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Evil doesn't normally dress up like the devil when it shows up to tempt us, though I wish it did sometimes. It'd be a whole lot easier to avoid evil if we could just be on the lookout for a little red man with a pointy tail and horns on his head. We could easily steer the other way, but seeing evil isn't that easy. Evil usually comes to us in much more sinister and subtle ways than a literal devil might. In fact, sometimes we find ourselves so busy blaming the literal devil that we completely fall into the hands of evil around us and the evil that exists within us. After his baptism, Jesus is whisked away into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to experience his own bout of temptation. First, Jesus fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, and it gets him into this weakened state where he's famished and just ripe for testing. And so Satan comes to him, seizing on this opportunity to tempt Jesus. Jesus, you look pretty hungry there. I know you're the Son of God. If you want, you could take these little stones here and you could turn them into loaves of bread and be full as a tick. In no time. Later, Satan carries him up high onto the top of the temple and tests him again. Jesus, if you're the Son of God, I bet you could jump off this temple and angels would come and rescue you and you wouldn't even stub your little toe. Later yet, 
Satan carries Jesus up to the top of a high mountain where he can see all the kingdoms of the world. And Satan says, all of this can be yours, Jesus, if you will just fall down and worship me. On the face of this, it's a pretty straightforward story. This is a story about one person, Jesus, being tested by one devil named Satan. But as often is the case in Scripture, there's a deeper layer of meaning here that we need to understand. One biblical commentary named Warren Carter points out that the devil in Scripture is not just this evil man with little horns. The devil in Scripture is the personification of evil forces in the world that challenge God's ways. Not just a little red man, but all the forces that go against God. That's what the devil is. And principally, it is the force that ruled the world at Jesus' time, the Roman Empire. And if you'll remember your history, the Roman Empire survived by siphoning wealth and power out of the places it ruled, leaving the people there to be poor and hungry a lot of the time. Knowing this adds something to the story, if you think about it. This isn't just Satan tempting Jesus, but it's all the forces that are going against God tempting Jesus, saying, you don't have to starve like all the other people around you. Get on my side, Jesus, and you'll have so much bread that you'll never have to starve like them again. Get on my side, Jesus, and I'll keep anything bad from happening to you. If you jump off the temple, you'll be fine. You won't have to risk yourself for anybody else ever again. Get on my side, Jesus, the devil says, and you can join me in ruling the whole world. Jesus is being tested, but he's not just being tested to see whether or not he'll sin. He's being tested to see where his allegiance lies. He's being tested to see which side is he going to come down on? Whose side is he going to ultimately fight for and belong to? God's side or the side of all the powers that stand against God in the world? Now, whether you believe in a literal devil or not, and faithful Christians are on both sides of that very interesting debate, we all know that evil in the world is very real. Every time you turn on your TV and you see something about Russia attacking and waging war against Ukraine, you are seeing evil right before your very eyes. I saw evil in a news story I read this week that reported that there are thousands of underage immigrant children being put to work in factories all across the U.S. That's inside the United States. I didn't think that kind of thing happened here. But there's evil there. We see evil take place in the violence of schools and in our community. And I tell you, that kind of evil, that kind of evil is pretty easy to spot. I don't need it to dress up like a devil to avoid it. It's easy to say no to that kind of evil. But the truth is that evil is not as easy to say no to. Evil doesn't take no for an answer. We also have to say yes to God, and we have to actively resist the powers of evil in the world 
it's easy to say no. It's really hard to actually resist those powers. So think with me for a second and imagine yourself in that wilderness and that devil tempting you and me. Jesus was tempted to turn stones into bread so he wouldn't have to starve. What if we were tempted to have all the food that we could ever eat, even while our neighbors starve? Think about that. Isn't that what we do every day? Three times a day? Maybe more for some of us? We fall right into that temptation. We are content to eat our fill and let others starve around us. Satan tempted Jesus saying that he could jump off the temple and not get harmed. What if the devil tempted us to a life where we didn't have to sacrifice much of ourselves and certainly not sacrifice much of ourselves for other people? That's a temptation we fall into all the time, isn't it? We look out for ourselves first and we don't worry too much about others. Satan offered Jesus the whole world if he would just bow down and worship him. What if we were offered power and money and prestige if we were just willing to throw out our values and our morals and cut a little corners? We're tempted with that sometimes, aren't we? It's tempting to see a really amazing lifestyle and to know that if we just threw out our values, we could probably get that lifestyle for ourselves Those are the kind of temptations that are really tough. We're more tangled up in powers of evil than we realize. And based on those, I think it's really hard to tell which side we stand on. Because I know, at least for myself, I often side on the, the side that is going against God's will in the world, even when I don't want to. And I imagine you find yourself in that place often, too. But if we return to Jesus in the wilderness, you'll notice how Jesus responds to this temptation. No matter how weary and hungry he feels, he stands steadfastly on God's side over evil. To each of the temptations, Jesus says no to the devil. And he says yes to God. When The devil tempts Jesus with getting his fill of bread. Jesus says no to the devil. But later on in Matthew's gospel, Jesus says yes to God when he takes the lunch of a little boy and multiplies it and uses it to fill thousands of people. Jesus stands on God's side, not just getting himself fed, but making sure that other people get fed too. There's a difference there. When the devil tempts Jesus with safety from harm, Jesus says no to the devil. But he says yes to God when he puts himself in harm's way, even succumbing to death on a cross for the sake of others. Jesus always stands on God's side. He doesn't just choose to save himself. He chooses to save all of us. When the devil tempts Jesus with all the kingdoms of the world, Jesus says no to the devil. But Jesus says yes to God when he offers a world, a kingdom that is not of this world. Jesus always stands on God's side 
Jesus works for God's kingdom, not for Rome, not for the devil, not for violence, not for hatred. Jesus stands on God's side, and that is the outcome of this test in the wilderness. And that's ultimately the outcome of Jesus' whole life and ministry. Jesus always stands on God's side, and so the devil doesn't stand a chance in this world. And I tell you, these kinds of temptations are hard. Evil does not come to us dressed up like the devil most of the time. But the gospel tells us that because Jesus is capable of standing against the forces of evil, we also can stand against them because we're not alone in this. Jesus stands by our side too, holding us up against the forces With Jesus on our side, we can say no to the devil and we can say yes to God. Think of these three little examples with me. Finishing his dinner at a restaurant on Friday night, a college student picks up his to-go box and he walks out the door and then he sees a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk with his back propped up against the brick wall And this college student is tempted. He's tempted to take this extra food home so he can feed himself for another day. But then he realizes that Jesus has enabled him to say no to the kind of evil that leaves homeless people hungry on the streets. Jesus has enabled him to say yes to God, and so he offers this leftover food to this hungry man so they can both eat their fill tonight jesus stands with us against the filling ourselves without helping to fill others too a high school student sees some classmates bullying another student on social media she's tempted not to say anything after all to say something to a teacher or a parent that might put the bully's crosshairs on her next But Jesus has enabled her to say no to the kind of evil that enables people to stand back and do nothing as others get hurt. And God has enabled her to say yes and to put her reputation on the line so that this bullying would stop. Jesus stands with us against the evil of playing it safe when others are getting hurt. Think about a business person who has this great opportunity to be promoted if she's just willing to take on a big project that's going to pollute a local watershed. She's tempted. She's tempted by the prestige of this new promotion and this power she'll get, even though it might cause some real damage to her neighbors and the earth. But she remembers that Jesus has given her the power to say no to the devil Jesus has given her the power to say no to the kind of evil that trades away integrity for power. And Jesus has enabled her to say yes to God, so she raises her concerns with her superiors and she advocates for the plan to be scrapped all together. You see, evil is all around us. It's tempting us. But Jesus stands with us against that evil that compromises our convictions for the sake of gaining status evil is real 
It's tempting. It's hard to say no to evil. But we don't say no alone. Jesus stands with us over and against evil. Jesus shows us that we can say no to evil. And Jesus shows us that we can say yes to God. We can say yes to God's intentions for a world where not only I get filled, but you do too. Jesus says that we can say yes to a world that I'm willing to step out in harm's way if it means I get to help and save you. Jesus shows us that we can say no to the devil and yes to a kingdom where people love one another and aren't out just for power over one another. We find ourselves in the wilderness all the time in our lives. Evil is around us whether he dresses in red and has horns or not. But Jesus is around us too. And in every moment of temptation, Jesus is giving us the power to say no to the devil and say yes to God. Thanks be to God for that power. Amen. I invite you now to rise in body or in... Thanks for listening. Remember, love God, love neighbor, love joy.